This is the HV Disruptors Podcast, where we seek out the movers and shakers within the Hudson Valley who are doing big things. Now, here are your host disruptors, Ed Weeks and Dave Eisenstadt. If it's been so long. You did that last time. (laughs) I know. No, you didn't. Nice to watch, man. Thanks, bro. We didn't do that last time. Yeah, you did. Bye. Bye. All right. You ready, Ed? Let's do it. No, you're not. You better not. I'll turn this thing into a single job then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Ready? You ready, Anthony? Yeah, I'll say it. Episode six of the Hudson Valley Disruptors. I got my man Ed here. Ed, how are you today? I'm wonderful, D-Stat. How are you? The people are probably wondering where we've been. Yeah, where the hell have we been? I don't know. We took a little hiatus. We had life things happening. I bought a house. I got sick. Uh, got a lot of business things going on. A lot on. of business Everything things got going away. on. Ed and I are working on a lot of stuff together. Deviated from the word execute, but we're back to execute. We're back to executing. Got a lot of good guests lined up for the summer. Yeah, let's get after this guest. This guest I'm excited Starting about. Starting with today's guest, Mr. Anthony Cardoso. How are you today? Good, good. Very good. Of Thank Cardoso Cookies. Yep. How are you, man? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you for inviting me. Of course, man. So we, the object of this podcast is to, you know, pick certain people or businesses that are doing big things here in the Hudson Valley, kind of out of the, the norm and whatnot. So, you know, Ed and I were talking, we talk about what people we want to bring on and, and the type of businesses we want to bring on. So we decided this guy, Anthony, he's killing it in the Hudson Valley. You definitely have it, you you know, you're definitely in your niche as far as, you know, what, what you're doing and conquering. So, man, tell us, where does this Cardoso cookie come from? Uh, well, well, it started in uh, 2015, so it'll be four years in August. Uh, it's, it's, I went to the culinary. I graduated uh, about 19 years ago now, so it's been a while. But uh, straight out of school, uh, went opened up a bakery in 03. So I've been baking and cooking. I went to this culinary for culinary arts, actually. A lot of people think I was there for baking and pastry, but they get shocked when they see culinary arts. <laughs> So you originally didn't know that you wanted to go into like the baking side of things? Not at all. No, we, they taught us bacon and pastry while there for about six weeks. Um, I gravitated more towards it because it's all like math-based recipes. I'm good at math, so it worked out well for me. Uh, a lot of the chefs didn't like it. They don't like to adjust on the fly. You know, they, they enjoy that. They don't like strict recipes. But uh, I saw there was a lot of room in the Hudson Valley for uh, a, something in the farmer's markets, something, you know, cheaper price point good for kids and adults, raise the quality of the product. Um, so I think cookies was a good good choice. Plus it ships well. So it gave me another revenue stream, not just reliant on uh, farmers markets and in-person transactions. When So I have a bunch of questions. When did you decide to go into business as Cardoso Cookies? Um, I decided early 2015. Uh, for a couple months I did recipe testing I want to make sure my sizing was consistent. All the cookies have to be consistently sized um, in order to ship well. I did a lot of test shipping to friends and family around the country. I uh, got a lot of feedback. I uh, tried to decide which cookies would work out well. Initially, some things got damaged. Uh, I had to make sure I pack them nice and tight. Um, everything is baked to order, so it they're really soft. It's, you know, they're not crispy cookies, so they do get you know damaged initially. So I, I worked on that a while, uh, but by August I had a firm grip and everything, and uh, 
started to launch the business, started booking farmers markets. That first year I did about 30 to 40 markets, events in the Hudson Valley. So I was hustling that first year, trying to get my name out. How lucky is family and friends of this guy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know that my office has never smelled as good as it did when he came in with this lovely box of cookies that we have to show off a little bit later. But yeah, man, just you. I'm excited. Have to, you ever had one? I, I'm going to confess and say I have not, but that box is about to get devoured. <laughs> I haven't had one either. I'm very excited for this. Um, so something like this that you brought here or something that you ship out, what type of shelf life does it have in, on usually, each package? Uh, usually up to a week to 10 days, I'd say. It is a fresh cookie. They're not sealed when they're shipped. They, I mean, they're sealed in the box, but they're not like vacuum packed or anything like that. And they, they kind of shouldn't be. Uh, you don't, you don't want to you know, suck all the moisture out of the cookie when it is shipped. But it, uh, they do arrive pretty quickly. I ship priority mail, so it gets there between one and up to three days. But it gets to LA in two days, so it goes pretty quick. Wow. Um, I've had no no complaints as far as shipping goes, as far as damage or even freshness. So that, that's always worked out in my favor. Barn, of course, the, the post office doesn't delay my package. <laughs> I just can't imagine them sitting around too long. They don't. They, I, they're not meant to sit around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is it all e-commerce, like where your orders are through, like a like a Shopify website? or Yeah, I use Shopify for my web host. It's always been that way since the beginning. I, I researched a few different companies. Uh, Shopify seemed to have the best templates because I'm not really tech savvy, so I needed something plug and play. Um, and they've been with me since the beginning. I finally adjusted packaging on the fly once I started. I had my retail packaging down as far as local events goes, two-pack cookies, four-pack, something small, two, three-dollar items. Uh, which out, worked out well. I always give out free samples at my local events. Um, I've done a lot of diverse events. So I've done like churches. I've done, you know, flea markets. I've done farmer's markets. I've done big wine and chocolate festivals. So all over the Hudson Valley. So I met a lot of different people. I encourage social media following. I always offer deals. Um, try to encourage people to do the follow-up order. Um, sometimes with gift companies like this or edible arrangements it's a it's a one-time thing and then they kind of forget about you so with every order i always try to give us some sort of you know deal or incentive so they come back for the follow-up are you a so you do everything where where does everything happen i, I have a commercial kitchen i use it's my parents restaurant actually in east fish i grew up in the restaurant business um since i was pretty much born they've been in business since 82 so they've been around for a long time but I utilize their kitchen. It's Board of Health approved. It's a commercial kitchen. That gives me the ability to uh, do all my shipping. That was the main concern. Nationwide shipping. You need a commercial facility in New York. Uh, you can do it at your house uh, and do just like farmer's markets and within New York. But I already saw the bigger picture and I wanted to, from the start, do nationwide. I wanted to make sure I open up all my revenue streams. So 37 years your parents' restaurant has been in business? Yeah, they've been in business 37 years. So obviously quality was probably put into your head at a young age, I'm and guessing. And hard work, yeah. Yeah, Without quality and hard work. Without a doubt. Hard work. Yes. <laughs> Let me point to the camera and say that again. Hard, hard work. work. <laughs> Don't forget that, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're not just going to open your own cookie store tomorrow. and. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, and you, you know, you got to understand it's those first few, you're going to work crazy. And you, in the end, you're always going to work crazy hours. Uh, and if you start figuring out what did I make per hour, you're going to quit real quick. 
and uh, you can't do it. There's got to be a bigger purpose than just uh, how much money did I make this week. You want to put in the time because you love your product, you love your service, and you're providing something for someone else. So yeah, when I first started the cookies idea, it, I had other ideas actually. It wasn't just initially cookies. It was, you know, maybe I'll do a food truck. I wanted something personal. I wanted something I can manage. I knew I couldn't jump right into a storefront unit uh, and, and rely on foot traffic and go through that grunt work like I've done for my whole life. Um, I wanted to be able to basically serve the customer. They enjoy it right then and there. And then the transaction's over and then we go on to the next event. But the food truck was a was a big expense too. Maybe in the future, we're getting there. We got that van out there. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, the delivery van. <laughs> yeah, that was a necessity. My wife was uh, was coming down on me hard from uh, ruining the family SUV. <laughs> <laughs> Running up the miles on that thing. I was, I, and plus the the car. I have two little boys now. They're six and eight. But for years, with baby seats and car seats, you know, in and out of the truck, it was a hassle. Uh, car seats had to go everything had to go folded down yeah. I'm destroying the truck with my tent and my tables are you do you have any employees so does anyone help you out I have no uh, no employees I do I get help yes I, my wife does help me out every once in a while if I need extra hand with the kids so I can devote more time than usual to the business I do that as well um, but it's pretty much just me wow do the boys ever get involved they want to they're good taste testers <laughs> yeah perfect <laughs> Uh, they're getting of age where i mean yeah. you know obviously of course of course they might get a taste for yeah no pun intended but they might get a taste for the business and really help out and I yeah think it can encourage entrepreneurism and i love that without a doubt yeah and that's one thing i think they should encourage more with kids is is entrepreneurship and understanding the value of failing you know failing is a very important part of the process um like i said after graduating in 2002 with my bachelor's degree from the culinary um i started a business in 03 to 04 Oh, 08, so five years I had a bakery. And I, I, I saw how the, having the storefront and stocking shelves and, and you're waiting on people to come to, it's a perishable product. And it, it, by year four and five, my vision had changed. And that, that's what really did, it, did me in as far as the business goes. I let my vision slip. And uh, once that happens in business, it's all over. So wait, ultimately that bakery failed then? Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, and, close. Uh, Any business that closes and doesn't sell, it just closes and you don't move on from it. It's, it's a fail. And initially when it first happened, you know, you get in your own head and, and you start to, to start questioning yourself. So for a few years, I was in my own head. Then finally in 2015, so it was a big gap there. I said to myself, you know what? I, I, you know, you go to farmer's markets, you see who's, who's getting uh, recognition and, and accolades. And you say to yourself, I can, I can compete. And I enjoy the competition. I enjoy to put myself out there and, and let's see who wins. So few of us ever talk about our failures. Of course. And I've I, don't tell, I just met this guy today and yeah. I have mad respect for you yeah. like that. Because you're not hiding from me. I failed in a business in 2004 yep. that I worked on from 2000. And my running away from that and like not dealing with it was I went into the corporate world yeah and I was never more miserable for almost a decade of my life and then I came out and started my own business but it again you know but then, it just hurt it hurt and you can be successful and and the worst thing you can be doing is you're success you're successful sorry that's right, that's right. <laughs> you're successful and you're, and you're saying to yourself like uh, will they find out that I failed and how will that affect their opinion you know it's 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 kind of odd. It's, an, it's a weird feeling to go through life that way. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have to 
own up and say I failed before, but I'm gonna make the adjustments and this time I'm not gonna fail. I think schooling does that to us. And oh, we're, not, we're not going off on that tangent because we could make that a, a whole series of podcasts, but it really is just yeah. sets that bar of like, you can't fail. It, and true, the world true. of entrepreneurial uh, goings is the fact that you're going to fail. And you yeah. obviously, I've learned, you've learned. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Dave? Have you I've any, learned. Have you had any failures? Bro? Yeah, this uh, apparel company that I tried starting. Oh, there you go. I never took off. I consider that a failure. But it's also... I don't I, now. I just look at everything as learning. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Since I've changed that mindset, it's been completely different. I don't do perfect with everything that I do within my own agency, but I just yeah. try to get it better and better. Correct. As we, I agree. This discussion of right course. before this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that failure of the the apparel business, I, I was able to say to myself, "All right, you don't need to spread yourself out so thin. You you, you don't have yeah. to do everything. Just like focus instead of going wider, going deep." Yeah, double going deeper into the stuff that you already know, like the video and the and the gyms, and because I made that switch, I feel like both have been more successful because I can devote more time to it. Of course, yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. So like, you like the hat too? Oh, bro. thanks, bro. This is a, <laughs> so creative hat. Where'd that come from? That came from well, Dan made the logo, right? And then I just made the. I like it. Thanks, bro. Sorry, don't make it up. <laughs> to right. get you. you want one? Yeah, you you, don't you might entice hats, me, bro. You might entice me to wear one yeah? of those. Yeah. Okay. It's third person. Get back to cookies, bro. It's all right. Cookies. You said your vision changed. What what was the change in your vision? Um, I, well, you start to listen to too many customers. Maybe that's part of the problem. You got to listen to your customers. You got to understand where the trends are going. Um, when I started, I I thought, I felt like I was pretty ahead of the curve. Maybe it's a little too far. Um, and that was, that was a problem. I did a lot of individual desserts. Uh, they were more like restaurant quality desserts, but in a bakery setting. Um, and it worked, it worked out well initially. But that didn't, I didn't know I had to anticipate the slow times in the business, which are natural. Uh, you got your Januarys or post-holiday season where things dip. Uh, August is another time where vacations, the season's differently. So you're, you'll lose, you'll lose a customer stream. And I didn't know how to, I was overproducing. Now, when you overproduce, you have, you know, either stuff gets sold when it's not supposed to be sold or it goes in the garbage. And that starts to rack up quickly. Um, by the time I, it was, you know, you, you can try to prepare for any situation as much as possible, but you'll never be prepared. So you might as well just jump into it and do it. And I, I learned on the fly and it cost me a little bit, <laughs> but now you know, yeah, yeah. What happened? So how do you control all the, like, <clears throat> I don't know, Ed goes online today and orders, you know, another s- box of cookies, another, <laughs> box, another case or five of cookies. Yep. Um, how does that get controlled where you have a lot of orders coming in versus, yeah. you know, a weekly order from, from Ed over here on uh, the subscription model? Yeah. <laughs> I was not doing that actually, a little subscription where yeah. once a month you get a drop. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it for me, I, it's a 24 seven thing with the website. So that's, that's ready going. Um, so orders come in sporadically. So you have your slow times where you're getting only a couple orders and you say to yourself, well, what do I do it? I'm not doing any kind of volume right now. You still have to fulfill the orders. That's regardless. Um, but what I try to do is I try to cluster orders. I'll do, you know, Facebook events stuff like that. I'll offer different deals. I'll offer incentives. I try to encourage almost um, ordering, which I, I'll do that through some one-off cookies, some, some really catchy videos on Instagram. So the ones that you're putting up on Instagram? 
yeah some the, of the crazy ones and i'm like cra- damn yeah. i'll just drop a comment i'll just say damn yeah those those videos are they're a little bit for me and for and for the audience as well but they're more, more for me to test myself to see if i can pull off a, a new idea uh sometimes the idea can't be currently sellable in the current you know, business right. model um but it's always about future thinking that maybe when i get to an, another step maybe a storefront or something that's controlled hours i can offer these things and i can show people that i i can do other things than just cookies um but yes yeah, by doing those videos it it, it, it traffic sure and when you get traffic you get people starting to look at your website more and they say you know i should order and that helps out too so how do you get these ideas and do they is anything possible or is there like a certain limit that you can do mm-hmm. or you know is something too saturated like you yeah, know. you try to see. I mean, I always try to check out the trends and see what's going on out there. I look through different things. Some stuff is really over know, the top. Yeah, it's over the top and it's really corny. I mean, what's over the top? Uh, you got to be thinking of something. Well, there's right? some there's some wacky stuff that you see out there. Like just because you take a, a common pot, you know item and you just make it huge doesn't make it more creative. It's just, you're just changing the size and making it. You know. I've right. seen people do like these giant slices of pizza, for instance. Like it's the same pizza, just bigger. Yeah. You couldn't sell it when it was smaller. Now right. you saw it it. <laughs> but uh, then I'll, I'll, with cookies, you'll see people do these videos where it's like they're tearing the cookie apart. And I, when it's fresh out of the oven is one thing, but for that, it looks almost raw. Mm. And as a, as a baker and, and being in the business for a long time, you say to yourself, this is what people, you know, it's, those cookies are raw. Yeah. Those aren't cooked. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's good for catching people's eyes. Right? Yeah, yeah. So where do you get these ideas for these these new concepts? Um, Just I, the trends. Yeah, trends, and I I, re, I revisit old ideas that I've done for years. Uh, I've been baking since so two thousand probably two thousand one. I've been baking for eighteen years now. Um, and I just look at my old ideas and I try to recreate them. There's always common flavors, you know. There's common combinations. You look at candy bars or cookies that have been done through commercial streams like a Snickers bar. You got peanuts, caramel, chocolate. So those common flavors, you know, work. Right. Um, so it's kind of a sure bet in a way, uh, as far as tasting good. Now it's a matter of how you're going to present it. And of course, you raise the quality of ingredients. So people are used to maybe like a a Chips Ahoy cookie and they've known it for years. Um, but can you use better chocolate? Can you use actual butter in the cookie? <laughs> What's your big driver for this year? Are you looking to grow this year? Commerce, local. Uh, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out things right now. Uh, e-commerce has been doing real well. Uh, for year one was all local. There was a small percentage of e-commerce cause I had to build that. At this point now, we're majority e-commerce. I'm pulling back a lot on the local events because they can be hit or miss and, and there's weather driven. There's a lot of factors in, in local events. I do consistently have done the Poland farmer's market. Poland area has always been good to me. Um, they're on Saturdays. I can't do it currently. I'm trying to help out my father, you know, in my personal life. So I can't, uh, I can't, I got to cut back in certain hours, but I can concentrate on the e-commerce. The e-commerce is the money maker. Okay. What's your website? cardosocookies.com spell it for everyone out here c-a-r-d-o-s-o-c-o-o-k-i-e-s.com you must go there and order these cookies. i can't <laughs> wait to eat at that box over there man. i'm so excited so right, right now i'm looking at the salted caramel chocolate cookie ed what do you think about that 
No words. <laughs> <laughs> can't breathe right now. I'm trying to lose weight. This yeah. is not helping. Well, that's the other thing I wanted to say. You look like a very yeah. I get that too. I get. Shape, I get that. You don't look like healthy. You're old enough. Yeah. And I'm I'm skinny, so it's people are like. Can I trust you? <laughs> that's yeah, I should be your maker, bro. That's it. That's it. That's why I've given out free samples at every event because I got to make sure people actually chase the cookie. And like, okay, I'll chase this. Now. Do you do you eat your own product? I do. You I do. do. I do enjoy uh, the product. I don't. You know, with my cookies, like I said in the past, like you know, when you're used to like a shelf cookie, like a Chips Ahoy, like I could probably years ago I would eat the whole bag. Yeah. Because there's nothing to them. Um, with my cookies, one or two cookies, you're satisfied. You're really satisfied. They're rich. They're not yeah. sweet. They're not heavy on sugar, but they're heavy on quality of chocolate and the butter and the pure vanilla. So you're going to feel uh, satiated, whereas a, a, a commercially made product, it's cheaper. Cho- there's no butter. There's cheaper chocolate, heavy on the sugar. So you have to eat the whole bag just to feel good. So the, go ahead, Ed. So we got to bring this up, man. We talked about this before the podcast. We got to talk about it on it. Yep. Voted best chocolate chip cookie 2017, yeah. 2018. 2019 yeah no pressure no pressure yeah (laughs) and where was that again to so that was a part of the premier cares foundation premier medical group sure they do uh like a prostate colon cancer awareness uh uh thing in the early early spring late winter at villa brigades and wappingers um so they do like a chili competition they've done cornbread and then three years ago they brought in chocolate chip cookie so I noticed it and I, I signed up for it and uh, I was able to win the last three years for People's Choice. They get about 500 plus people in the room. So It's that, People's Choice. People's nice. Choice, yeah. Uh, the, this year was only People's Choice. In the past, I had judges in, in People's Choice. For me, the People's Choice is more rewarding because if you can win the room, I mean, it's, it's just that way. You won. You won me as soon as you walked yeah. through the door with that box. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good. If you could win the room, I mean, if you got 500 people in a room and, and you're the you're the winner, I mean, it's it's pretty rewarding. It's, everybody loves the recognition. You know, I've I've entered other competition, not entered, but there's other competitions in the Hudson Valley where it's strictly you just go to the website and you place your vote, and you might not even have the person's right. product or service, but you're voting for them because they have a great social media following. Sure. You're joining who the club. shares it and who yeah. wants you? Know, oh, please vote yeah. for my friend and all that stuff. Yeah. And I've yeah. always tried to. You know, you can use it as a marketing tool. If you do win those events, that's great. I hope to win all those events too. But you know, like anything, if it's you want to win, right? But uh, it's I I I prefer the more in person. People come up, they enjoy your product or your service, and then they vote for you. And then what, tell me you know, if I won or lost. What's your next event coming up? Uh, well, I'd be I'll hopefully be doing the Paul and Farmers Market soon. Okay, uh, that'd be on Saturdays. Uh, nothing else is booked yet. Guys, it's e-commerce is so busy. Yeah, <laughs> eighty-one five-star reviews on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I'm nice. Very proud of that. Very yeah. nice, yeah. man. Well done. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Um, to to get good feedback from people and everybody's enjoying the product is uh, it means a lot. You know, after, after like I said in the past, like having the failure and and failing, uh, to to have a next, you know, to rise up again and to and to be rewarded for that means a lot to me. 
What's your favorite cookie, man? My favorite is the brownie, the bittersweet brownie. There's some in that box, too. Yes. The, the top seller, though, is Those the are chocolate my, chip. Chocolate chip is number one, but your favorite is the bittersweet brownie. Yeah. How about oatmeal raisin? Not a fan, but... It sells well. You're yeah, getting that, good the, reviews on it. Yeah, the oatmeal raisin, the birthday sugar, they all sell well. You're just reading reviews over there? Yeah, you, what look, else you man, that's yeah. social proof. What this else? is beautiful yeah. to be able to do this while he's sitting here live. Yeah. What else you got? I like your truck. Thank you. <laughs> it's parked out. He parked it outside. I know. We're going to have to get that on video. Uh, talk to me. Your e-commerce. What's, are you U.S. only? Are you international? Is it too far to go I'm, to? Yeah, I'm U.S. only. Okay. Uh, it is perishable. And also international is expensive to ship. So I'm always concerned about the end user. Are they going to spend more than the product of the, you know, price of the cookies for shipping? It's not right. I feel like I wouldn't do it my, personally. So why should I expect my customer to do it? Do you know where you're, where are you winning the most e-commerce world? It's, well, it's New York. I mean, okay, that's good. Uh, out, yeah. Outside of New York. Let me, uh, you said LA in two days. That means you've yeah, shipped there. Yeah. I've shipped, I shipped to all the 50 States. I mean, it's been four years, but I shipped to all the States. Um, I've even shipped to us territories, Guam, Puerto Rico. Uh, I'm allowed to ship to all those as well. So. Wow. Awesome. How do you get your customers? How uh, do these people find out? Initially about was local events. Getting out there in front of people in the Hudson Valley. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> Get some ice cream, make a sandwich out of it. Oh, oh God. But <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. That would be another thing. What was I mean, the question? I, <laughs> um, How do you get your customers? Yeah, so year one, I, it was a lot of events. And, and year two, and it, I, it's trickled the, the local events. I've kind of focused my attention on certain areas, and I lean heavy on social media now. I've done the Facebook ads, and they, they've always worked out well for me. Um, but I know like with every order in the box, I'll put like a little $5 off coupon code for your next order, whether it's a gift to someone or they're buying it for themselves. And it's, it always entices people. I, I see all the, on my website, I have all the different analytics so I can tell what's happening. It's perfect. That's super smart. Yeah. Shopify is great. Yeah. You're, I love the teacher appreciation. Yeah. Dude, you're doing all the right things out here. From- and I, I work with charities as well, locally in the Hudson Valley. Mm-hmm. I worked with Sparrow's Nest in the past. I've. Um, I, I, I try to support everybody, especially if there's a great cause and it's a cause that I can relate to. Um, I, I have no problems helping out. Good for you. So I'm going to put you on the spot with this question. Cause I know your main goal is e-commerce, but yeah. there's always small retail shops. Like for instance, this wonderful place up in Rhinebeck. Yeah. Are there Samuel sweet shop? Obviously yeah, course, I'm talking about, are yeah. there other locations someone can find you here locally? Uh, currently just them. They, they purchased my cookie dough. Um, they actually won. Uh, best in Rhinebeck, the Taste in Rhinebeck show. They won all four awards, I think, utilizing my cookie dough. So that, that's a little side, uh, you know. Side plug. Yeah, it, was, it felt good for me. <laughs> now, did you get to deal with the famous owners or not? Not yet. I haven't okay. met Ant- Ant-Man yet. Okay. <laughs> so my kids will love that. Yes. he's He's been seen once or twice locally. Yeah, yeah. I know where he buys his beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in the past, I've worked with uh, Crown Maple Syrup. Um, I've dealt with them for a few years. They actually closed their cafe down. They're full production now, so they don't have a cafe anymore. But I try to pick and choose my spots. Uh, for retail? For retail. Is that something that you're getting more open to? Uh, yeah, yeah. As long as it, the spot moves the product, I'm happy with it. I'll deal with tighter margins. I'm fine with all that. If it's a spot that has a lot of flow, that helps out my name recognition. Plus, it gets the sales and make sure my product isn't sitting. Yeah, so if you're a Samuel's sweet shop close to that kind of level, I probably 
they should reach out to you, no? Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, a, I mean, it's such a good, yeah. well-known yeah. brand. I always butcher the one guy. It's Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yeah. right? Yeah. And Paul Rudd. Yeah. And there's other ownership yeah. in there, but I mean, that's who you always see on social media. Yeah, yeah. And they have a big following, so it made perfect sense. You said you used Facebook marketing ads for some of your stuff that you did you yeah. said it was pretty successful yeah it's always been successful for me I, I utilize it to promote my events and the events are usually uh discount incentives so uh it's more about just getting more eyes on the on the event itself and it worked out always well for me i know people have had it for me i mean i guess maybe because it's food related um it's always good turnout yeah yeah i get a lot of sales in that day so <laughs> that's good pretty good so you so basically you have an event that's coming up and then you're going to put out a an ad for that and put some money behind it to yeah. say hey i'll be here at this event and then there's like a discount code or a coupon code yeah, coupon code or even if it's a local event like i've done in the past with like poughkeepsie waterfront market i've been to plenty of times uh i've done like pop-up events like uh, at nostrana vineyards in highland i'll do specific events i'll say well we're going to be there all october 5th uh, cookie dough jars instead of eight ninety nine, five dollars It kind of forces people into the event, at least my followers. And like I've told other vendors at these events, if you tap into your followers, offer them a little deal, those people show up at the event, the event's a bigger success, mm. and we all could feed each other. Man, are you listening to that? Yeah, yeah. Work that together. would be part of social media. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, people always feel like it's whoever's put it on the event. They should have their marketing yeah, budget. Yeah. They should promote yeah. it. But why would you not reach out to your own following? Mm. And it's going to help you because yeah. people are going to be like, oh, my God, I can save three bucks if I can just get over to the vineyards. And I always wanted to go there anyways. Yeah. And then it's going to help the other vendors other there. Vendors, like, of course, no brainer, far underutilized. It's crazy yeah. how some people don't think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I told, yeah. I've told them at plenty of times that if an events, you know, vendors complaining that it might've been slow at points. And I'm like, you know, did you do anything to support your, the event or you just relied on the event coordinator? You just wanted to piggyback right. off of them. I mean, it's like, you can't take control of your own uh, destiny. And so <laughs> yeah. Do you want your own shop? One day, I think uh, it would it would be very concise hours. I think more of a mm. pickup location because I've had people ask, you know, where can I pick up the cookies or on the fly? They need cookies for the weekend, and I'm like, well, everything is baked to order, and I can't, I can't help you. So it's yeah. <laughs> got to stick to your guns. But uh, one day, you know, it's be nice. Is there anything that either one of us could either in? a person a place to introduce you to anything you could use our help for i want to put that we don't ever ask our guests that and i'm just sitting here saying yeah this dude has the energy the passion and the wherewithal to that, that i wouldn't hesitate to refer you course, so if you can't think of it on the spot you could always obviously reach out to either one of us yeah, but i just wanted to ask you that yeah i'll definitely reach out to you guys i mean i i always love good good feedback and good encouragement and kind of advice i i'm not a business owner that kind of gets you know some people get offended by advice they go i know everything you don't know everything nobody knows anything right you know so i always listen to people's advice and um you know i've done that plenty of times with even shops where i do like exclusive items for a specific uh, location and they're like, oh, you're always very accommodating. You know, you like to hear the feedback. Why wouldn't I? I mean, I'm trying to produce a product for you. You got to sell that product. <laughs> it's gonna Ed, how'd they like the video? Ed, how'd they like the video? Eddie, the video, how'd they like it? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Dial tone. <laughs> I think, <laughs> and, and you know, that's a great example of 
someone who consistently wants the feedback on his work. Yeah. And I'm so used to those work just killing it. I mean, honestly, I'm not giving him a bigger head than he already has, but yeah, no, I'm wrong. kidding. The reality is that his work is always of a level that yeah. I, sometimes I forget, but he wants it either way. Only one time in all the different videos do we ever have to reshoot, and that wasn't anyone's fault right. except. It's true. The lens cap. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's no, my no. best account. Let's not talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe the way somebody looked. Hint, hint. Get to the gym. <laughs> we can't help that, though. Sorry. That was all good, though. Yeah, I, th I think uh, I think Dave is uh, similar to me. I mean, as far as you want to always raise the bar as far as your quality goes and, and figure out new ways of doing your best. Um, like I tell my wife all the time, I go to bed at night and I, I say to myself, I could have done more. I could have done more today. You know, I wake up the first thing in the morning and I'm, I'm hustling from crack of dawn, whether it be making my kids school lunches or, you know, getting things going for the day. But I still go to bed every day saying I could have done more today. You know, maybe maybe tomorrow. <laughs> It's a great way. I mean, it's a great way to look at yeah, the day. That's awesome. You man. go to bed like that, dude. I I don't sleep. I don't sleep lately. Well, that's a different <laughs> subject. I, go, <laughs> I don't go to bed. I sleep really good. I just close my eyes. I bet you do. <laughs> I just do everything I can do in a day and move on to the next. Yeah. 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 That's all you can do. It's hard not to take it home. I mean, as far as as far as uh, my product, I developed the logo myself. Um, it's. You know, as far as coming up with the name, it was straight to the point, you know, I wanted to either utilize my name, uh, location, or I don't want to go, you know, something catchy or corny, like, you know, Bella Cookie, you know, something really like <laughs> typical. So I went with my name. I wanted my name on there. If there was an issue, I was going to own it. And uh, ownership. Wow. Yes. yes. So the, that developed the, uh, the logo. And then. About a year in, I, I kind of switched from tins to boxes, fully branded, color. <laughs> Go right ahead. Enjoy. Open, open it, Dave. Do it. Do it. All right. I'm the box of the cookies box. has now made its way over to Dave's lap. Like this. When you first open it, it tells you what's inside, correct? Yep. On the yeah. top here? All the ingredients are listed, so there's any allergies or anything like that, you'll know right away. We got some business cards in here with some coupons. Yep. Five bucks off. Yes. The next order, correct? Yep. And then we have some parchment paper, and we open it up. Oh, this was on his Instagram. Yeah. This one. I was waiting for Look someone to respond. Look at that thing, Ed. How are you going to eat all this? That's a lot of cooking. I can get that done probably before <laughs> one. What do we have here? So, so we, we have, have the ultimate chocolate chip, uh, bittersweet brownie, and the birthday sugar cookies. Damn. Those are probably the three most popular ones. We do seasonal stuff like the salted caramel. Uh, right now, it's not available because of the heat. The heat will actually really, yeah, make it the, the ganache melt, and there's no stabilizers, preservatives in the cookies. So if that's my, interesting. If my daughters check my social media, which they will, they're going to be like, "Where is that box of yeah. cookies?" <laughs> Definitely should bring this home yeah. to them. Have to. You have to. I'll be bringing some home to my wife, though. You better. Yeah. <laughs> We'll dig in after. Yeah, I can't wait. Huh? Nah, yeah, yeah. He'll have more five-star reviews after today, not yeah. just because we're here. For sure. I can smell how good this is going to be. I like the box. It's nice and sturdy. Yeah. It's not flimsy. It's it's built well. Yeah. Is there a minimum? Do you have a minimum to ship or not? I don't. We do four different size boxes through the website. So you have a like a one-pound box, eight cookies, because they're about two-and-a-half-ounce cookies, two to two-and-a-half. They're pretty hefty cookies. Uh, so one pound up into eight pounds of cookies, 72 cookies. 
That's our party box. And party. you could you could choose your flavors. I allow How many are in there? That box there is about four pounds, thirty six cookies. Four pounds of cookies. Four pounds of cookies going in my belly. Just Perfect. For the, just for you guys. <laughs> my God. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, so I, I, I do probably around 10 to 12 cookie flavors at any given time on the website. I switch up with seasonal stuff. Uh, most cookie companies don't offer that many flavors. It's usually a set three or four, and they choose them for you. Um, I allow people to choose the sample or that they want, which can make it a little more difficult when I'm trying to organize orders, mm. but I'm a very uh, efficient at list maker. You know, so I, Let me ask you this one, another question I haven't asked enough people. Today's what, June 11th, 2019. We sit down again a year from now. Mm -hmm. Where do you think you are? What says, man, that last year was a success? What lets you sleep at night without worrying about, man, I could have done more? <laughs> Probably a bigger facility. I need, I need more space. You know, I, I, I definitely need more space. I need to uh, probably hire some more people, like more than one. <laughs> so the fun part of scaling yeah, to the yeah. next level. Definitely. I, I, I'm a little limited by my equipment as well, which um, is amazing. I mean, I can, do, I can do pretty good, a lot of volume in one day. I could personally probably, I have to bake and pack myself. The packing takes a long time, just as long as the baking, uh, which is tough because they have machines, you know, where you can literally just conveyor belt them and they'll wrap them and ready to go. Uh, those, those machines would speed things up quickly, bigger ovens, all that. I, I could probably do three to 4,000 cookies a day myself, which is it's insane it's to good. think about that. So if I was to hire some employees, you know, they're they're gonna work. They're scale right there. Yeah, that's that's a lot of cookies. It's a lot of cookies. It's a lot of cookies. And I've actually held back in the last you know few years as far as you know pushing on things, pushing my foot on the gas completely, because if I do, I'm I'm always concerned about you know disappointing the end user. That's why, thankfully, I have good reviews on on social media, and uh, great feedback so far is because I I don't want to disappoint the customer. So if I have to stay up to two in the morning, which I've done plenty of times, I've done that um, in order to get the person their product. Will it be hard if you decide to hire someone? Will it be hard for you to give up the reins to that control? Of course, yeah, yeah, <laughs> always is. Always. This dude is just honest and to the point. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's a truth. It's the hardest thing in the it's world the to do. It's the truth. I mean, I enjoy to work. It's not just I want to build a business and I can sit back. I enjoy to work. Um, and I, like I was telling you before, like, you know, with recipes, you're always worried about someone swiping your recipe and just, you know, running with it. You can't, you can't usually prove it that they took your recipe, but you're always concerned about it. that's why you try to build the brand initially first. That's why if you have a following, they're going to trust you and then they trust your product mm. or service. If they trust your brand and they trust you. They'll stick with you. Most likely the people that run away and they go for the cheaper cost or the cheap, you don't want those people anyway. So I'm guessing you have a pretty high level of repeat customers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get probably, I mean, this past month at my analytics, they were saying about 70% return customers. Makes sense. Wow. Right? So that's, that's called, I mean, that's quality. most of our customers too. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day, what's the longest client you've had? I've had one now approaching two and a half years. Yeah. But it's just always wanting to do better yeah right? i told you before we sat down it's yeah. about for me it's about retention yeah and doing everything in my power to make sure that i'm delivering better and yeah. better results and that's sometimes yeah. hard conversations like yeah. one that just went down so it's you know and it's i'm sure again yeah i asked you about a year from now and my goal is that a year from now we sit down again and maybe Definitely. by any 
means necessary out there will be coming to your facility to that'd do be, it. That'd be yeah. Ideal. Yeah, that would be ideal. I mean, I would love to have a place where I can actually uh, showcase the actual kitchen production and what's going on. And if it was to be a place where people can walk in, they would actually see the process going on as well. Take a tour and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You want people to, like, whether it be just straight up one oven in the front where they can see warm cookies going out constantly and they're getting the warm, you know, they're getting those cookies straight out of the oven. And in the back, you have your production for your e-commerce, your local events. And that's totally different, you know, part of the facility. That's you awesome. And I, love I think that. a lot of people will love that story, man. Yeah. Whether it's next year or the year after, when it does actually happen and I could see it in your eyes that it's going yeah. to. Oh, of course. You know, somebody's going to be like, wait, I supported that guy when he was the little guy just using the yeah. commercial kitchen doing those things. So, yeah. you know, people love that story. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had I've had a lot of support from the very beginning, you know, a few different people like uh, the founder of founder, uh, Sparrow's Nest. She gave me my first shot as far as doing a local event. She I, I applied to a lot of local events when I first started and people would not even call me back. People would be like, you know, they blow me off like, oh, no, nah, we we kind of are full. We don't we don't mm. we have too many baked good vendors. And I'm like. One day you're going to eat those words, man. <laughs> i tell you what, which, based on what Sparrow's Nest is doing locally, which is a phenomenal organization, and her success is yeah. Yeah, probably is unparalleled. I mean, it's unbelievable what she's doing. So yeah. kudos and a big shout out to her for yeah. giving you that chance. Yeah, I always tell Krista that she, she gave me that first chance, uh, and it helped out a lot. It allowed me to be in front of a lot of people, and uh, it was great to help out the charity that day. And I've, I've helped them out since. Um, because I remember the people that took care of me and awesome. Never forget those first people. Yeah, never. What else, man? How do you want to close it? It's up to you. You're the guest. No, no. What else you want people to know, man? <laughs> is there a so for people listening? Is there maybe a, a way that they can go online, order some cookies at discount code? You want to create a discount code for them, like a uh, yeah, I can generate a code. I mean, I I'll pull it up and uh, I'll activate a code for them. That's no problem. What do you want to call it? HV disruptors, the disruptors code. Yeah, like HV disruptors. Whatever you want to do, man. It's your business. Yeah. Uh, would you? Yeah, we'll do HV disruptors. HV disruptors, and we'll put you'll put it in the show notes. Put it in the show notes and put this one out there to a broader audience. Cool. Yeah. See what like we that. get back, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's it. That's what you want. Um, Boost those Shopify analytics, man. Let's that's go. Right. <laughs> so come on, listeners. <laughs> you can be found on Facebook, obviously. Yeah, Facebook, and Instagram, Cardoso underscore cookies yeah right and then cardosocookies.com yeah yeah definitely cool man nationwide well, shipping free local delivery i forgot to mention that oh i deliver locally for free right to your how house. far does that go so i go poughkeepsie so you just remember this address please yes <laughs> so you're covered you're good it's gonna be your first subscription <laughs> so you got poughkeepsie fishgill wappingers hopewell beacon Beekman, LaGrange, mm -hmm. Pleasant Valley. I got to go there in a little while. Pleasant Valley, actually. <laughs> um, where else? So was that 10 miles, 15 mile radius? It's a good radius. It's yeah. pretty much up to High Park. We don't, I don't do High Park anymore. I, I had to scale back my range. Uh, when I first started, I was doing like, you know, Rhinebeck and it just gets a little obscure out there. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden you're, you're hitting like the, the Rhinecliff Bridge and stuff and you're like, oh, this is a little too far. <laughs> yeah. But um, yes, yeah, so I, I do, it's straight up free. I mean, I, it's right to your house, no minimum. And I'm trying to take care of my local community. So I, you know, for me to charge a, a delivery free and I have like three stops on a block, what am I doing? I'm like cashing in on delivery freeze now. It's just, it's not right. So again, I mean, you just get it. It's, yeah. it's, it's big, awesome. It's, it's refreshing, big, man. You are a yeah. welcome, refreshing <laughs> podcast interview. It's awesome. Yeah. 
and it's a big dissuade, uh, dissuader for, for customers when they go to a website and they see that they're gonna get charged delivery mm. free. I mean, so they're gonna they're gonna say, you know, another five dollars. This is I could So this is basically shop local through e commerce, yes. free delivery. Yes, it's like hyper local Yeah, e-commerce. that's just insane. I mean it truly that's is awesome. Oh, I know where this podcast is going to be promoted. <laughs> you just gotta give me that radius a little better so I could Tune in to the people that can get free delivery. That's awesome. You should yeah. do a subscription model. I, I wanted to. to I, looked at, I looked at different plugin apps that Shopify does offer. There's probably other ways of doing it, but they do offer plugin apps. Um, it's it's probably the next step for e-commerce. Like one of those like um, like BarkBox. Yeah. Or they have one for the gym where this company will send out to the gym members or whoever wants to subscribe to it different types of gear. Like one month would be wrist wraps. So... You know, another month will be a jump rope or a shirt or something like that. So and you could do just like a little assortment yeah. every single month. I don't know. Yeah, Ed will be there. It's definitely good. It's another, you know, it's another revenue stream. It's a, it's a good consistent uh, customer as well. And you can try out seasonal product on them and they'll. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. Like I was telling Ed before as well. I mean, with business that the main thing people need to realize is it's a give and take. You know, it can't be one sided. It can't be all in favor of the customer. It can't be all in favor of the business either. So hopefully, um, you know, the, the business has been great so far as far as that goes. Customers have been very respect, receptive to the value of my business, not just cost and you know, everything else. It's customer, customer experience, rather. Yeah. Great customer experience. That's good. Thanks, man. That's great. Great awesome. episode. Awesome. I'm glad we're back, Ed. Yeah, I'll tell the you hell, what. Dude. Way to come back with like a bang, man. I'm right. excited about it. Anthony, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, guys. Continued success. And again, Absolutely. we leave that out there. Anything we can do to help, you know how to get us. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your help. Not just deliver your cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Anthony. Thank you.